Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so excited for today because we have a very special guest with us. We have Mr. Tim James, who is the health hero. He's the founder of Chemical Free Body, and he also hosts the podcast, The Health Hero. And he's here today to talk to us about how we can actually improve our own health through diet and through different kinds of supplements and things like that. So I cannot wait to get started and talk to him all about that. Do you suffer from sweat? Does the underarm odor or chafing really get to you? If you answered yes to either of these two things, then have I got a product for you. Hickey Products. Hickey makes sweat products for anybody. Whether you need deodorant for under the arms or a chafing stick for the thighs, they even make body powder, which is like dry shampoo, but for your body. The great thing about Hickey products is they are for everybody. Anyone can use these products if you suffer from sweat or chafing, and they make excellent stocking stuffers. All you have to do is go to hickey.com, that's H-I-K-I.com, and check out all of the amazing products that are vegan and cruelty-free to help you combat sweat and stay dry. Thank you so much for being here, Tim. Welcome today. Melissa, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I, we, we talked for a moment, and boy, you've been busy, girl, 600 episodes. <laughs> wow, you're really, you're out there helping people. I really appreciate that. And for the listeners, I really appreciate the opportunity to share. And as always, I hope that, you know, um, I usually get excited. So be prepared. Um, you might have to pull over and start taking notes <laughs> if you're driving. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I get so excited because I've learned I've been geeking out for like 11 years on this stuff. Um, just kind of let it wash over you. But if there's my goal here is that you guys just take one nugget, one thing that resonates with you the most. And you hear that theory here on the show today but then you actually put it into action so that you can get those results in your life. That's, that's my whole goal today. And I really want to improve the, the lives of other folks because I was in a, in a bad state, which you'll probably ask me about here in a moment. <laughs> yeah. I, so that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you to explain to us how you got started in the health field, because I know that you haven't always been a health conscious person. We were talking about that. So what led you to this journey of, changing your lifestyle and then ultimately changing the lifestyle of thousands of people well it all started back home in eastern oregon i grew up on a cattle and hay farm we raised hereford cattle and uh, we did alfalfa and grass hay and i spent a lot of time outside we had a big garden um between our two farms we had ducks and geese and cows and dogs and cats and rabbits and and then my neighbors had like goats and pigs and chickens and horses and more dogs and you know we pretty much had everything so we're around a lot of animals a lot of nature and up in the woods a lot cutting firewood and picking morel mushrooms and boletus mushrooms and man we were just just in nature a lot right and that all worked good um, I grew up on the standard American diet though and you know when you're young you don't notice it especially I, was, I played baseball at a high level for for 30 years i told you earlier we were very fortunate when I was 15 we took fifth in the world in the Babe Ruth World Series and and um Lebanon Missouri so that was my first introduction to fireflies and chiggers so for those of you in that area you'll know what I'm talking about some are really cool and the other ones they bite you yeah. and um 
let's fast forward uh, age 37. I've got a house, a mortgage, wife, two kids. I'm coaching. And uh, my, my uh, energy had waned. I was a financial advisor. I'd gained 42 pounds. My elbows, uh, I actually started on my knee. I had a huge patch of eczema on my knee. It was cracking and bleeding. And then it went on to my elbows too. I had a skin issue on my back shoulder. Um, just wasn't feeling good. Um, I pretty much stopped working out when I moved uh, across town to be closer to my um, kids. And, um, you know, I didn't have that accountability of my buddies anymore. So I just basically the only exercise I was doing was walking the dogs because they had they couldn't walk themselves. But gas, bloating, uh, not sleeping well, low energy, you know, drinking coffee, stimulants, um, just didn't. I, I mean, I was trying things. I, I tried high protein, low protein, high fat, low fat, low carb, high carb, cycling, all these different things, five small meals a day. And some things would work for a little while, but every year I gained two, three, four pounds and that happened. So here I was 37 and, you know, kind of falling apart. Um, if you guys can see, uh, well, it, it, I had acid reflux really bad too. So I was eating Tums and Rolaids. Then it got worse. So for those of you that can't see us, I'm wearing a shirt and it says love when you poop. And the reason why I wear the shirt all the time is because I used to hate it when I would go number two, because it was um, very painful. It was like a six to a seven on a 10 pain scale mm -hmm. and um, followed by blood. So I was bleeding not only on my elbows and knee, but then I started bleeding rectally. So imagine my day. I'm just bleeding in four different places every day. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No, and it's painful. And, you know, I'd go to your house or whatever for a Christmas party or a Super Bowl or whatever, and I'd bump up against your paint and I'd feel terrible because I'm over there with a, oh, don't worry about it, Tim. And I'm like cleaning blood off the wall, you know, or somebody's like, what's this blood over here? Somebody hurt. And I'm like, oh my God, it's me, yeah. you know? So, and then, you know, you go to the beach and you take your shirt off. And it wasn't so that I was so embarrassed about taking my shirt off because I was overweight because like, over 80% of everybody else is too nowadays. Yeah. But my, el I mean, I look like a salamander man with blood and stuff. So it was just like, I was kind of like an A-type outgoing person and my, my world, my universe that was shrinking. I, I wouldn't take my shirt off. I wasn't like outgoing anymore. I wasn't my true nature because I was embarrassed and, and, um, uh, of my physical appearance and stuff like that. So, um, that was, uh, that was hard. That was just, that was hard. And I kept it quiet though. I didn't tell anybody. And I didn't, you know, I talked to my doctor, my doctor, cause my ass reflux, he wanted me to go on Prilosec and do some other things. And I just never did that stuff because it sounded really weird to me, like weird, like space alien stuff. So I guess that was the, the woods, the guy from the woods and nature just was smart enough to stay away from it, but I wasn't smart enough to change my diet or do anything else. I just didn't, nobody freaking gave me the right information. Right. So what ended up happening was it got worse. I went on a, 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 a big uh, trip with my wife and her dad. He was a medical doctor in Lima, Peru. Um, I met her down there doing some other business and we got married and we're on this big trip we planned. And her dad had never taken a day vacation at the hospital ever. We're up in this beach, Northern uh, Peru, beautiful. It's called Tumbes. It's right below Ecuador. And three, four days into the deal, I get severe gut pains and I'm bent over and um, I missed, he said, we got to get you to the hospital. I missed the airplane flight out of there by half an hour. There was only one plane flight a day. And he's like, we can't wait. He's a medical doctor. So he's like bought a van and they transported me in the middle of the night down this bumpy road to Peora down the coastline of Peru. And let me tell you what, um, I'll never forget that experience. And that's another reason why I'm here today, this experience, because every single bump hurt. 
my wife held me and it was bump 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 pain 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 for six freaking hours sweating sweating and i got there and i was it was exhausted they pulled me into this hospital i'm in a third world country i'm pissed because i paid into health insurance i can't even use it and um i go on this examination table and there's bugs flying around me in the light right so that's the where i was at her dad didn't want me to have surgery there he wanted me to have more of a state-of-the-art hospital in lima it's you know it's like 18 20 million people there so they dope me up and put me on a commercial plane flight which you're not supposed to do and flew me to lima and um uh, I went right from the taxi cab, right in like Gurney was there and they took me, he was coordinating the whole thing and put, took me right into surgery. So I spent the rest of our vacation in hospital and then my wife ended up wheelchairing me back into the United States um, as I was recovering. So what I learned from that lesson was um, number one, I don't ever want to get surgery again. Um, number two, uh, my poor health doesn't affect just me it affect everybody else around me. Cause we put a lot of money and time and effort into that. And I ruined her dad. I mean, 30 years, he'd never taken a vacation. And where does he end up back in the hospital taking care of me? I mean, I felt, I felt like a jerk. Right. And it was, it wasn't like I was a bad person, but I was going along with society, the standard American diet. And this, all this crap that I learned later that was in the food that was destroying my health from the inside out and destroying my gut health. So long story short, my buddy then, I still don't know what I'm doing, but my buddy gets a cancer, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And um, he says, hey, dude, like, I, I want to live. They don't really have anything for me at the hospital here. Will you go with me to Florida? I'm going to go to this place called the Hippocrates Health Institute. They're in West Palm Beach. There's like natural detox nutrition clinic deal. And will you go with me to support me? And I'm like, yes, I will support you no matter what. I wasn't thinking of anything else except for here, I'm going to lose another friend because I just lost a buddy of mine on my baseball team at age 40 to stomach cancer. Clay Mahoy died and left three little boys behind from ages six to 17. We did a fundraiser and all that. And my grandma died of brain cancer. My aunt died of skin cancer. So my experience first person was you get cancer and you die. And I thought I was going to lose another friend. So I was just whatever he wanted. I figured, you know, so we go there and um, the first day, all of a sudden my acid reflux is gone. After a few days, I actually wasn't feeling that good because I was doing this detox thing. Like they took me off the standard American diet and I was eating like a chipmunk, like literally like a wild creature, sprouts, yeah. sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted beans, wheatgrass shots, green juices, purified restructured water with lemon and lime juice in it, taking infrared saunas, uh, hot cold plunges, we were exercising and stuff I hadn't been doing in a while. The first class there blew my mind. It was a three and a half hour class called internal awareness. And this very fit doctor comes out with muscles all over the place. And he's like, he goes, you have, um, you have to you know, people take really good care of the outside of their body. Like women, you know, they put on their makeup and they get their hair right and get their blouse dialed in their dress, their suit, whatever guys get to get their hair, right. Trim the mustache, do all these things, put on the suit and tie and rock and roll. But what about the inside? You can't see it. And what's going on in there. You don't know. So even if you're OCD, your kitchen's immaculate nine times out of 10, I can put my finger across the top of your refrigerator and there's dust up there because it's out of sight, out of mind. We can't see what's going on inside of us. And let me tell you what I learned. I have seen what's going on inside of us and, and learn this stuff myself and over 600 people that I've coached. And it is a main focus of our, our business over here is to help people awaken to this and start taking care of the gut. Like if you want beautiful skin, 
forget about the skincare and all that stuff. If you learn how to take care of your intestinal villi, those little hair-like structures lining your intestine and make your intestines beautiful, I promise you, you will be the most beautiful version, glowing, amazing skin version you've ever seen of, of yourself. I get compliments now. I'm 48 years old on my skin. I never got compliments on my skin when I was in my 20s. I get compliments all the time, like well, especially women are like in yoga, like, whoa, your skin's, what do you do? And it's like, I take care of my villi. <laughs> they're like what they don't even know what i'm talking about half the time so uh, and then i tell them you know because i'm joking around but anyway so this doctor explains all this stuff and from the time you eat food until the time it exits the body and what happens and i'm like wow this is fantastic where was this information in high school and college that's great and then he's like you have about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in your colon and you gotta clean it up and he looked at me and he said tim you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag and if you ever want to be healthy truly healthy you have to clean up that mess and i was like okay makes sense but then he was trying to sell us on a colon hydrotherapy session or colonic have you heard of those things i have yes have never done done that. nope never done one okay well when i heard about it well first off for you listeners out there if you're not familiar you basically set on a tube rectally and water goes in your out of your colon gently for about an hour okay now when i heard this i'm like dude i came here to help you but i'm not gonna do that okay it's just yeah. not happening but this doctor was a genius because pictures are worth 60,000 words. So he showed three people that had been on the standard American diet. And then what was it going on? They did a virtual colonoscopy and they went inside of them. So the first one was like a 25 year old female with, she had Hashimoto's and thrush, which is a yeast infection. And it was all yellow and nasty in her colon. I was like, oh my God. Then they went to a 65 year old male with colon cancer and, um, parasites it was all black and brown nasty in there and worms crawling around and i'm just like holy god and then i and then he turns around he says by the way 50 over easily over 50 percent of you have these parasites in your body and not just these parasites and hookworms and pinworms that you can see in these virtual colonoscopies but microscopic parasites and all of them are eating your food and drinking your drinks and they're urinating and defecating and you causing more acid and then they they have sex and lay a lot of eggs in you and I was like, what? Yeah. You know, so he's got my attention now, right? Yeah, it's like and, something out of a horror movie. Isn't yeah, remember, I'm the guy that's like, there's no way, dude, I'm rough, tough, you know, redneck, dude. You're not going to get me to do that colon hydrotherapy deal. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, then there was like a 45-year-old female with breast cancer and she had like Crohn's or colitis. Her gut was jacked up or something. Inside of her colon was nasty. Then he said, now this is a person that's been on the Hippocrates lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. You go in and see it and the... The colon was like pink and the red and, and, and you could see everything. Now there was still waste matter in there, but the terrain was different. It was a completely different environment inside the healthy person versus the ones that were sick. And that's when it clicked for me. And I was like, oh my God, I've, I've, that's me. That's why I have all these problems and my skin issues. And I, I get it. And I'm like, I'm going to freaking clean my colon. I stood up in the middle of nowhere in the class and I walked over to the sign up sheet and he's like, Tim, well, we're going to sign up later. And I'm like, and I'm signing up now. I just, I ignored him, put it down went back and sat down. He's kind of shaking his head. And, and the next day I went in and they weighed me. And then I did that one hour colon hydrotherapy session. And I had weighed me again after an hour and I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material that was in my colon. Wow. And it was just like a burden was lifted. And, um, you know, the next day, um, I, I, I felt so good. And I looked at Charles and I was like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, dude, you're going to heal. 
I've interviewed everybody around here. I can't believe it. But I said, I, I believe it now. I said, I'm going to go home. And I'm gonna, I can't believe it. I'm going to say this. I'm going to do this whole thing with you. We, we've, dude, we've discovered the fountain of youth. I said, I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And we are going to rock and roll this thing. And you are going to heal this cancer. And we got committed. We got really committed. Now, right before that moment had happened, I was going through a detox. Because remember, I came off the standard American diet and I went right into the eating like a chipmunk. Okay. Most people can't do this because they got jobs and kids and responsibilities and you, you can't lay in bed for a day or two or three, right? You can't, you can't right. be down. So we've kind of fixed that. We made it easier for people. But my point was, is that what happened to me was I had like night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as heavy metals were exiting my body, but I didn't have as bad as some people. Some people had parasites, literally, Melissa, crawling out their pores. At lunchtime, a lady had a parasite crawling out her eye. And I was like, uh, you have a parasite crawling out your eye. And don't let it fall on your salad. And she's like, oh, my God. Now, people listening, they might think that that's woo-woo and they don't believe it. But guess what? It was real. I saw it with my own eyes multiple times. And it's no magic, okay? The standard American diet, the low amount of nutrients and the, the processed foods, the cooked foods, the irradiated foods, the microwave foods, all this garbage that we've been – and, the, and the, the, the soils have been farmed. Now, there's no nutrition in our soils anymore. And then the pesticides, the fungicides, and the herbicides, spraying all this crap on them right? You eat that. We are on the highest acid, low oxygen lifestyle diet. And then you throw the amount of stress on that we have. And then you throw in the EMFs and the 5G and all that stuff. It's a recipe for disaster in our bodies. And what happened was is viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, those mutagens, cancers, they love high acid, low oxygen. What were they doing at the Hippocrates Health Institute to me and my buddy Charles and everybody else there? They put us, they were cleaning us up, getting rid of all that funk and gunk and junk. And they were putting us on the highest alkaline, highest um, oxygen lifestyle internally and externally you could possibly do. We changed the environment and the harmful organisms packed their bags and they left. That's why the parasites and the stuff was coming out. A polar bear does not do good in Florida. It's going to pack its bags and go back to the North Pole. We have to stick in our environments. And that's what happened. We came back and in two and a half years, my friend healed himself of that disease with no chemo, no radiation, no surgery right in front of my face. I saw it with my own eyes. He's alive today. We're playing guitar, hanging out. He got to see his son graduate high school, go to father-son weekend. And me in 60 days, all my health issues were completely gone except for that big patch on my knee. And here I am 11 years later. I'm on a mission. I'm hacking my health every day, every week. What can I do to look younger, feel better, and, and you know, and not get sick and just vibrate at a high frequency, literally, and then share that with other people so they can do the same thing. And um, I, you know, and I originally did it out of fear, but now I'm doing it for fun. I love that, and I love that you're helping so many people um, personally. I know with going through what I've gone through with my own mother, who's going through pancreatic cancer, it's amazing and astounding to me how we treat cancer <laughs> and all of the research that i've done on my own and just books that i've read it's like we're doing it completely wrong mm -hmm. and um when i talked to her oncologist about well can we try this or should we do this or should, you know it's just like well you can try whatever you want we can't you know we don't approve any of that because it's you know just all experimental but I think the studies out there, you know, they haven't been FDA approved studies show the opposite of that, that there is so much that people are doing mm -hmm. when they fix their diet, when they fix 
what they're taking in because we're lacking it in the food that we eat today. It just shows that you can reverse and heal a lot of things naturally. You know, it's, it's sometimes we get too smart for our britches and we think that everything has to go through some, you know, gods of medicine or the FDA or the CDC where in nature is the FDA or this nature doesn't nature's been evolving just fine for millions and billions of years doing quite well, right? A natural balance, evolution, growing, you know, um, when you think about that and you look at the creatures on this planet, the only ones that are really sick are humans and the animals we've domesticated are pets and zoo animals. They're the ones that have all the disease. Now there are other creatures in the world now that are getting sick because of all the pollution we've created and we've displaced them from overpopulation. I think, you know, we have 6 million more human beings are net net every month on this planet. Wow. We're increasing our population by 6 million a month net after death, births and deaths. Yeah. Think about that. So the reality is, is nature's got it figured out. Um, Western medicine has been around about 150 years. Nature's been around about a billion. Who do you want to bet on? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Our problem is, is we have too much pollution, too much chemicals and toxins. And don't take my word for it. If you want to look up some studies and you want to get into that kind of stuff, go to your browser and type in three little words umbilical cord chemical umbilical cord chemical and you'll see those same studies that i saw that go back to 2005 every single young mother and child that was born that they tested they tested the umbilical cord blood looking for 400 toxic chemicals they found 250 or 71 percent of what they were looking for wow. think about that 180 of those caused cancer in humans and 212 caused developmental and brain disorders this is in our babies yeah. And that's when I flipped my lid and I sat back and I was like, oh my God, we are all polluted. This is that dust up on top of the fridge. This is the six to 12 pounds of fecal material in your gut you can't see. And this is the toxic chemicals that are floating around in your blood, your fat, your muscle tissue, and in your brain. Our children today, all you have to do is look at it forever, forever. The number one killer of our children was accidents. And now between the ages of one to five, it's no longer accidents. It's brain cancer is what's killing our kids. Now from ages five to 16, it's still accidents because kids, you know, we out there trying to learn and grow and do stuff. And we do stupid things. Yeah. That's why car insurance for teenagers is through the roof, right? Right, exactly. But the sad thing is, is now the number two killer of our kids from five to 16 is now a tie between brain cancer and these le 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 leukemia lymphoma type deals, these other cancers, completely chemical, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what I just said was they were looking for 400 chemicals. There's over 100,000 toxic man-made chemicals out there. There's 2,000 new toxic chemicals made every year, and only one quarter of 1% of these things is ever tested. The rest are just released out there because they can't make the timelines to get them tested. So by law, they just let them go out there. So we live in a, 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 we live in a soup. Uh, it's, we just, that's the way it is. And people don't get it because you can't see it. But let me give you an example. Everybody here probably drives a car, knows about cars. What happens to car tires after a while? They wear out, the tread's gone, and you got to get new tires. Well, where'd the tread go? Well, they're spinning at high speeds, and the microscopic plat of the rubbers and plastic compounds are flying up into the air. And then you breathe that in, and it goes and attaches to the back of your mucous membrane in your throat, and it goes down into your digestive tract. And, and the same thing with automobile exhaust, jet fuel, 
pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, all these things that are off-gassing, paint off-gassing in your house that you're breathing, the glues off-gassing in the particle board, it's freaking 24-7. What about harmful of swallowed toothpaste? Please contact the Poison Control Center. You yeah. know, if you're, if you're brushing your teeth with that, you might want to think about not doing that. Isn't it poisoning you a little bit every time you brush your teeth and your children? Yes. What about sodium lauryl sulfate, the main suffocant in you know, shampoos and stuff to make it foam up? Carcinogen. When I came home, I looked at my toothpaste and it was like harmful to swallow. Please contact the poison control center. I was like, dang it. I threw that away and got some better stuff. And it was like first ingredient in my shampoo was sodium lauryl sulfate. It's everywhere. 95% of the products that we are purchasing is what's killing us. And, and people are not paying attention to this. Glade air fresheners and all this garbage. Oh, we're trying to make it smell good. No, you're polluting yourself and you're killing yourself. That's why the umbilical cord studies show what they show. So this is a major problem. And we want to bring awareness to this because once you get awareness, you can stop putting it in. You can clean up your air, clean up your water, clean up your food. And there's certain detox and, and supplements that you can take to get this crap and these microscopic um, invaders out of your body. And then your immune system will lift up and it'll keep you well. Yeah, I mean, we don't even realize, I think most people don't, what you're consuming, just eating the things that you buy at the store. Because even if you think you're eating healthy, if you're not buying organic produce, you're still consuming the pesticides and the different things that they put on the produce. Like one thing I totally did not even make the connection to was, you know, when my mom was looking at diet and different things, they said, stop drinking milk. <laughs> They're like, don't drink milk. And we we're like, why isn't the calcium good for her? And they said, no, it has the growth hormone in it that they're injecting into the animals to get them to produce more milk. And, you know, so that's actually feeding the cancer that she has. So tell her right now, stop drinking milk, like switch to coconut milk or almond milk or something better than that. And those are just things like we don't even think about because we get taught in school, you know, the food pyramid and you need to eat so much of this and so much of that. And, and all of that completely goes out the window when you start doing some of the real research on what really is healthy for you and what's not. Yeah. And you know, the best research is actually make those changes in your own life and just see what happens. You know, again, it's all theory until you do it yourself. And why does it have to be this and then science today has now become the oldest profession. It's prostitution, basically, right? It's a pay for play. So the scientific method is not being used a lot. It's scientific consensus and checkbook science. And a lot of that scientific consensus is based on pay for play. So this is like everybody remember, it wasn't too long ago. It's like everybody, all the scientists said the world was flat and Galileo was said, Hey, you know, you're an idiot. It's not, it's not round. He's like, uh, yeah, I got this dad over here and yes, it is round chastised put down rocks thrown at him you know and then all of a sudden it's self-evident so all i always tell people is like look at this we spend 3.3 trillion on healthcare, if you want to call it that sick care in this uh, uh in america as an example we're the sickest people that have ever walked the face of the planet period so whatever mainstream is telling you anything on mainstream media whatever commercials are telling you to buy whatever anything mainstream just turn around and go the opposite direction, 180 degrees. And I promise you, you have 95% I, I, chance you're probably going to be a lot healthier. You can't follow the system. The system is broken. It's not working. Just look around. People are suffering. I was suffering. I was bleeding rectally. My elbows were bleeding. 
I, I could have died on a freaking vacation. I'm 37 years old with kids. Should I be dying? No, I should be thriving. And I know people in their 80s that are right now that are healthier than I am right now. And I'm doing a lot of work, right? It is possible to have a high, higher quality of life. People just don't understand it. And there's a lot of emotional baggage that we're dragging around. And we're using food as the dope to push those emotions down. But until we can get those emotions up and deal with them and heal, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. So for me, the food was a stepping stone to let the emotions up so that I could deal with them and cry them out and do the, the detox that way, the emotional detox. I actually started crying uncontrollably. You know, I don't talk about this a lot on the podcast, but Dr. Clement said that when they'll have guys from like Calgary, Canada, that were like ranch, you know, ranch hands and cowboys they were hurt, hurt, herding cattle and they're literally eating a baked potato and a chunk of steak next to a barbed wire fence and drinking out of a tin cup their coffee right all acid by the way and improper food combining <laughs> but at least they were getting some fresh air yeah well they get stage four cancer too and when 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 mustard medicine fails them and it's not working they'll some of them will gravitate to a hippocrates type type health institute to try to live okay because when you've tried everything you'll keep trying because your back's against the wall and you got a gun to your head literally sure. and he said We'll find people like this, these tough guys, that three, four days into the program, that they'll be getting a massage, and somewhere in the middle of the massage, to the end of the massage, all of a sudden, they start crying uncontrollably, and they can't stop crying for an hour to two hours, and they don't know what happened. And what happened was, is they're releasing the emotions. Maybe their dad beat the crap out of them when they were a little boy, you know, or, you know, who knows what happened to them. I, I, my coaching pro profession... I've personally coached over 600 people and I was shocked to find out that about 50 to 60% of the people that I've coached have been molested and 80% of them by their family members. I, I can't believe it. And it's like, I think that's a pretty good sampling of the population. It just blows my mind what's going on. So people have deaths that they have not overcome. There's tragedies in their lives. There was, um, there's somebody, I can't say who it is, but when they were 10, um, they overheard an aunt and the uncle say, yeah, we'll take the, we'll take the, his sisters, but we don't want to have him come. That's what he heard or he thought he heard. And from that, and he, this guy had never cried a day in his life. And around age 77, he cried a tear and he got up and didn't know what was happening. And he ran out of the room and, you know, he'd been holding onto those emotions his whole life, trying to be tough. And it was destroying him on the inside, destroying his health and his happiness. So let's just, it's okay, guys. I know there's probably mostly women listening here, but and women are probably shaking their head. Yes. Let that stuff out. It's what we need. But guys, man, we just, it's just whole, all this, anything society, just stop doing it. Do the exact opposite. If society says be tough. Okay. Be open, be transparent, put your heart out there, shine some light on your heart, freaking cry a little bit, get this crap out of your body. It's not just the physical detox and cleaning up your colon and your blood, but getting the emotions out. This is where the true healing begins. It's all encompassing. That's why this isn't like you go in what's your problem? Oh, well, here's this, here's a synthetic acid-based pill for your problem. Do I have to change my diet? Nope. Do I have to exercise? Well, it'd be a good idea. Okay. And then they don't do it. Yeah. Just give me the purple pill and let me go back to living a life. That's, you know, it's not, it's not even life. You're not living. In fact, when I was at Hippocrates, they have really high quality psychotherapists, like really good ones. 95% of them are crazy. No offense, psychotherapists, but you are. Um, the 5% are good. They're not nuts. And, um, and they help people. 
right? And they help people talk about this emotional stuff, right? And um, I just lost my train of thought, but that's okay because it's time for you to ask me another question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll think of it. It was really, it was really an important point. Though. Dang it, that's okay. We'll come back. Yeah, hopefully it'll come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that you've raised a very good point because I think a lot of what makes us sick isn't always just diet. I mean, of course, that's a huge part of it, but also emotion. And yeah. I see the same thing when I work with clients myself, with coaching clients. They often are experiencing emotions that they don't really understand what's causing it or why they're feeling it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we get to the bottom of because you have to feel it to heal it. And I think that's where a lot of people want to skip around that part because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable yeah. sometimes to do that or to feel it, but you have to because those emotions don't go anywhere. They're no. still there. And if you Stuck. don't deal with it. No. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So yeah. it was not just the psychotherapist, but the doctors there. So let's say you get diagnosed with cancer. Usually when that happens, super fear mode, deer in the headlights, everybody's freaking out. And then you get a bazillion emails on, or whatever and, and things on Facebook. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's really not doing anybody any good. When you go to Hippocrates, they'll be like, okay, so what's troubling you? And they're looking at your charts and you're like, well, I've got stage four breast cancer or pancreatic cancer. And they'll be like, oh, congratulations. And the people look at them and they're like, what are you talking about? Well, you understand, right, that you're one of the few people on this planet that's actually got an opportunity, a chance to truly live. And they sometimes they have to explain it to them because most of us are not living. We're just going through life, right? 74% of people are not happy with their career. Um, over 70% of marriages end up in divorce. People are confused about relationships. People are confused about food. People are confused about their career. Again, fall in society. How's it working for you? Right. You know, I mean, God, we need everybody to thrive. We really do. And then we get the synchronicities that could start happening and the, you know, you know, when you get a hold of somebody that's into their career and they love it and they're excited about it, you want to hire that person to help you solve whatever problem, right? You want to be around them. You want to find good quality. You want a crappy contractor building your house and maybe you'll charge a little bit less, but then six months later, you got to, you're watching dinner with your, or watching a movie with your family. And all of a sudden the roof's leaking. Probably not, you know, you want to get somebody that's quality in there. So my point is, is that like when you have these diagnoses or you have these things that are so-called bad, they're not bad. What I've learned is that everything life, everything in life, Melissa is meaningless. It's only the meaning that we associate to it. So when you have a cancer diagnosis like this, it's going to force the change. You've actually created it. You've manifested the cancer. You've done it yourself. Your higher mind, God, he, shit, whatever you want to call it, is saying, look, it's time to wake up. You're, you need to live. You have gifts. You have talents. Creation doesn't make mistakes. And we need you to get it into gear or not. You can just become contrast for somebody else to do it, or you can get it into gear and live your life. And so that's what my friend Charles did. He started getting busy living. And through him and his transformation and me being right there by his side helping him, he motivated me to do things you know, you know what made me what I am today? Charles getting cancer and my brother's death. Those two things were ma major pivotal transformational points in my life. Number one, with Charles uh, getting that cancer diagnosis for me to change my way of life and my diet and all that stuff that led to my emotional breakthrough. I was going to tell you, I cried for hours. 
couple different times. Felt like I was floating around on a magic carpet. And then the second time was later on in life. My little brother got killed in a mountain biking accident and he gave me permission to start doing what I'm doing today because I finally just, I, I remember six months after his death, I looked up and I said, Troy, what do you want me to do? And he said, do what you love and do it now. And I called my financial advisor mentor and I said, Jeff, I'm out. Um, he's like, what are you talking about? Out of what? I said, I'm out of the financial services industry. I'm going to get in. He's what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go help people with their health. How are you going to make money? I said, I have no idea. I said, but I'm out. My little brother's dead and I'm not going to spend one more second of my life, not living my highest purpose or excitement. So I got a dry erase board and I just started coaching people for free. And, you know, and it's, it was, it wasn't easy. The first 60 months of my business, I lost money. So thank God I was a saver and I, I used up all my savings and everything trying to figure it out. It was a whole new industry. I'm not a tech guy. I've, I've gotten burned by so many people in this, the tech side of things, but I never gave up and I just stuck with it because I didn't get into it for the money. I got into it because I really wanted to help people, not, you know, that were like me, that were just desperate, wanting somebody to just give them some truth so they could start getting some freaking results. Right. So, I think that's really important for people to recognize that creation doesn't make mistakes and we need you to be living your highest purpose and your highest excitement. It's just better for everybody. It's better for our families and our communities. And we need that, but we're, we need that today. Absolutely. And I love that you're doing that and that, you know, one of the things that I think is so true is when you're searching for what is my purpose in life, the best way to find it is just to serve. When you find service to others, oftentimes your purpose really follows that. Yeah. Yeah. We get people that are, uh, actually, I get quite a few people that are suicidal just reaching out to us. I take those calls personally. And the first thing I tell them to do is just, I I talk to them about, you know, their self-worth and all that stuff. But I said, look, you need to go help somebody right now. Go help an old lady walk across the street. Go help people go to the grocery store and pack groceries for people you got to go do something, go give, go, go to your old lady next to you. And not, not that I'm picking on ladies, but it's just, you know, go help somebody that can't help themselves. Go, go take a little kid whose dad's passed away and, and go play catch with him or something. Start giving that will start raising that vibrational frequency inside of you that will transmute into other areas of your life and get you out of that dark spot. And if you're alive right now and you're breathing, but you have purpose, you there, you wouldn't be here. I just know creation doesn't make mistakes. It's you're going to question creation who's going to do that. It's like, no, there are no mistakes. You're here. So live, live, live and follow your highest excitement. And, and um, I mean, I could talk about this stuff for hours. Like it's been all this stuff to me used to be woo woo. It used to be completely woo. woo. And I got to say something too about that, about Reiki. When I, before I went to Hippocrates, there was a massage therapist in my building and once a week I'd get worked on by her. I went to Hippocrates and I had that crying deal happen where I, you know, I changed my life and all that stuff with the foods and all that, but I cried for like 45 minutes to an hour the first time nonstop. Well, I came back. Now here's the typical scenario. I opened the door and she's like, hi, Tim, how are you? Have a seat. I've got some clove essential oil going in the diffuser. I've got some nice music and Tchaikovsky or whatever. And so good to see you. This is the nicest lady in the world, but she had forums like a, like a freaking logger. I mean, <laughs> and, and she's like, you know, just super nice. 
And then this time though, and remember, this is every single time. And I've been seeing her for two years. I open up the door and the first thing she says is goes, <gasps> what happened to you? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, something has changed in your life. And I was just like, what is she talking about? Like she's, I mean, she's freaking me out because it's so believable. Right. Right. I'm redneck. I'm thinking woo woo still, but I've just, I'm starting to come out of it because all this stuff that wasn't supposed to work is working for me. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, something has changed. She goes, you don't know this, but she goes, I always scheduled you at the end of the day. You're my last client. Do you know why? And I'm like, no, she goes, because when I work on you, I'm exhausted. I couldn't possibly work on somebody else. I have to go home and it takes me three, four, five hours to recover after working on you. And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yes, I'm very serious. She goes, so something has happened. So what is it? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, cause she just confronted me. So I was just like off my rocker. So she goes, well, okay, we'll sit down and you lay down to your thing. Like she knock, knock, she comes in, she does her session, all that stuff. And I was like, I was worried for her. I'm like, after I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> She's like, Oh, she goes, I was able to work on you. She goes, I could work on you all day. So tell me what happened and what happened recently. And I was like, well, I went to this health Institute and then I got into this whole story and we just sat there. Cause I was the last one of the day and she was curious and and she's like, ah, oh, and what I found out was, is that big emotional release was me releasing a lot of um, frustration from my child custody battle with my ex and the kids. And I had let pretty much all of that go, but it was that and who knows whatever other stuff from maybe my dad being, you know, tough and all these things that, you know, and me trying to live up to those expectations and who knows, but I let a lot of stuff go, like I said. That's when I realized that Reiki wasn't woo-woo, that we are energy. And I'm here to tell people, like, when somebody, if somebody tells you you're a, a, an energy, if you're a, you're a light being, you're like a light frequency energy being, that's not woo-woo. And I've studied it because I wanted to know. The reality is, is that the sun emits photons. You guys can go look this up if you're not scientific. Photons are captured on the leaf of a plant via photosynthesis and they're converted into, you know, amino acids, uh, fatty acids, which are proteins and fats and, you know, carbohydrates, all that stuff in there. But more importantly, it converts protons into electrons in the plant. Our bodies, we are electric beings. Even Western medicine's diagnostic equipment measures are electric. When you get hooked up to an EKG, your heart meter, what does that do? Beep. That's an electrical impulse. We produce heat. How do we do that? Because we have billions of like, you know, electrons, trillions of them spinning around inside of us. That's what's going on. So when you consume the raw leaf of a plant, which they did at Hippocrates, that's why I'm big on sprouting. You're actually transferring and charging up your battery pack with electrons when you eat living foods. So we are energy light beings via the sun. And if you believe in God, then God put the sun there. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to say that because a lot of these things that I thought was woo-woo is not woo-woo at all. It's reality, and it's steeped in, in basic science and physics. Yeah, that is so true. And I think um, the more you get into those kinds of studies, you realize, you know, for me, I had never, before I did Reiki, um, before I was introduced to it, I didn't know anything about that. And so at first, was as I'm studying this and practicing this, I'm like, I don't know this is working you know and then people were telling me oh my gosh um like the headache that i had is gone i feel better 
Mm-hmm. Um, it feels what someone told me one time, and I love this analogy, but she said it felt like, you know, when you bite into a York peppermint patty, that cool feeling. She's like, I felt it through my entire body. Mm. Yeah, minus the high fructose corn syrup. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> the bad stuff. But... <laughs> <laughs> I get it. The mint from the peppermint plant. Right, exactly. Exactly. I love that. That's one of my favorite headache cures, too, is just pure peppermint oil. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for being here. You've imparted so much wisdom for us and with us. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there who maybe want to start on a health journey, but they really just don't even know where to start. And for those people out there listening, what, where, where would you tell them to start if they're hoping to improve their health? Well, I've had this question asked a lot, so I've actually set up a system to help people. So the first thing to do is just go to our website at chemicalfreebody.com. And as you're scrolling around a little bit, a free gift is going to pop up. You're going to get my ebook on the core four secrets. These are the foundational habits to transforming your health. And three of them don't cost a dime, which is really cool. So these are things you can start doing immediately. You can just, uh, you get that, download it. And you like literally can be- begin immediately. It's transforming your health. The other thing is like, if you want to take it to the next level, we actually, with our formulator, Dr. Scott Treadway, who's in his seventies and he's happy and healthy and his skin looks like a 35 year old. So he's walking the walk, which is really cool. And he meditates like an hour and a half a day. He's like one of my mentors. I love him. He... Um, we, we've developed a detox and nutrition line. So it's kind of like, like a clinic in a box. So for those of you that can't, you know, break free right now and go to a Hippocrates health Institute, I totally think you should, especially if you got stage four diagnosis, go there, but, um, we can support you in the meantime. And then when you get back, we can support you, but you can, uh, probably just go to our products tab, scroll down. There's, I'll show you how to get a discount. You can go to savings bundles. We have a little jumpstart bundle all the way up to the total energy and detox bundle and the bottle of our turmeric 100. Uh, cellular anti-inflammatory form. It's, it's really profound stuff. That's what I do on a monthly basis. Or pick a bundle in between that resonates with you and your budget and just get started there. And then at checkout, they can put in the code AWAKEN and get an additional 5% off. That way you guys can get a double discount and we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. Now, if you're one of the rare few that a product doesn't work for, we will refund your money. I also want you to call us and myself or one of my coaches will get on the phone with you we want to help you solve your problem. That's what we want to help. And if one of our tools in the toolkit doesn't work, we have hundreds of tools in our toolkit. And we have other tools that other companies have we can put in your toolkit. We live and breathe this stuff. All my coaches are like me. We've had massive transformations. Uh, we've maintained health. We're all you know, personal trainers, instructors. I'm a yoga instructor. I'm a raw food chef. I mean, I, I can cook food too. That's easy. But you know, in living foods and we just, we really want to help people. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of what we're all about over here. We want to bring awareness and we give you the tools for change. Awesome. And so I know that you have coaches that also will coach and work with people too, if they need some support along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not really taking clients on anymore, myself personally, but that's why I started our group coaching community. So every week I go live on Wednesday and we do a live Q&A. Uh, I do a topic and then a Q&A. And we're also setting it up now where we can go into breakout rooms and you can meet other like-minded people and start. We're really about building community over here. Um, once a month, our formulator, Dr. Scott Treadway, comes on. 
who he trained in India and became a master herbalist in Indian herbology, then Chinese herbology and Western herbology. But he saw patients on a daily basis, came back, created his own clinic and saw patients on a daily basis for 10 years, but then decided that his skill set was best used creating formulas to help more people. I was fortunate enough to be hooked up with him and he was one of the few formulators in labs that would make my products as pure as I wanted. There's a real big hole in the supplement industry. Maybe you could have me back on and I can show people how to pick out the right supplements and, 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 and awaken them to what they're actually putting in some of the supplements. You won't believe it. We are a needle in a haystack. So we have Dr. Treadway there. He comes on the show uh, once a month. It's called Talk with the Doc. And then I have a special guest. Maybe somebody like yourself would like to come on and talk about Reiki and explain what all that is to our private group coaching community. And my, if you could hook that up with my assistant, I would love to have you do that. Um, and so we have a special guest that actually is living the lifestyle, doing something meaningful, transform themselves. They're helping other people to come on to the community and give you know, give some more value to the community. And um, it's really awesome. So we have that. And yeah, and we, and we have the community. And then we also have a one on one coaching for people that want to be just held by the hand. Well, I love that you are doing so much to help so many people. And I want to thank you for um, really all the lives you've changed, because personally, knowing, you know, someone who's going through cancer, I know what a horrible battle it is. And to have people who are making it their lives mission to help other people heal naturally is amazing. So thank you so much for all that you're doing. Well, you're doing that too, you know. <laughs> I want you to give yourself a big hug right now because that's what you're doing with what you're doing. That's it. <laughs> Just hug yourself, people. That's what you want. Well, thank you. And uh, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I would love to have you back on to talk about supplements because I'm a huge, I am into essential oils and all of those things and life wave yeah, patches and everything so the whole game awesome. so i'm always interested in learning about new ways to um supplement my health and just i know there's a lot of people out there who probably would love to start taking the right things but just don't even know where to start so it'd be great to have you back on in the future to talk about supplements and and where people can really start because it's very overwhelming yeah, we could actually do like a live, like a case study, right? So I've done this with a couple other podcasters where you get on our products and then we can actually take your existing products and we can go through them live and I can show you, go through each of the ingredients, the other ingredients, which are also ingredients. And then we just, you know, open people's eyes and usually people are pretty surprised, but 95 plus percent of the stuff that you have in your shelves have something in it. You probably don't want to be eating. Yeah, that would be really an interesting thing to do. We'll definitely set that up, and I can't wait for that. Um, before we leave, I always like to ask people, but first of all, I want to remind everyone that Tim has so graciously set up a discount for you. So if you go to the website, and it is chemicalfreebody.com, correct? Yes. And you can put in the code AWAKEN, and I'll have that in the show notes too. I'll have the link to the website and I'll also have the discount code. You can get 5% off of any of the products that they have on their page. So I highly encourage you to go check out that website. But before we leave, I always like to ask our guests to leave our listeners with a little nugget of wisdom that they can take with them for the day. And I know that you've given us a lot to think about, but if there's one piece of advice that you could leave people with today, what would that be? Put yourself first. So many people 
put themselves last, especially the moms out there. Um, guys do it too, but particularly women, they will just, I mean, put everything on their shoulders. They're, they're trying to, you know, a lot of them have to have a career nowadays too, because of what's, what, you know, the elites have done to the working class, forcing both mom and dad out into the workforce. Children are being raised by other people in the state. It's very frustrating. So you have, you put yourself last, you're exhausted. Um, you're not really happy. You're burnout. And then a wheel falls off with your health. And now you can't help anybody. Now, the reality is, I'll just make it really simple. If somebody would ask me this question 10 years ago, who's more important, you or your kids? I said, oh, my, my kids, you know, that feels like the right thing to say. And it's true. I, I take a bullet for my kids. There's, I mean, I would, yeah. right? But what I've learned was, is that my kids model me. Like baby bear does what mama bear does. If mama bear's like, hey, over here in the, in this, you know, in the creek is some salmon, eat them. But if she never took the kid or the, the baby bear to the creek, it's not going to know where the salmon are. Has to be shown. So our actions speak louder than words, right? So what I now if somebody asked me that question now, who's more important, you or your kids? Emphatically, it's me. There's no question it's me. And why is that? And I told my kids this. I said, you know who's more important to me? You or me? <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? You're 21 and 19 now. Yeah. So I just want to let you know it's me. I'm more important than you. And they're like, okay. And I said, you know why I believe that? And no, I said, because I want you to put yourself first. I want you to put yourself before your wife. I want you to put yourself before your kids. I want to put yourself first because I want you to be healthy and happy and vibrant because that is what you want to do if you want to have your kids be healthy and happy and vibrant and your wife and everything else because you lead by example. That's what it is. You lead by example. I, you know, so think about, it. do you want your kids to be where you're at? You're, you're in your middle age or whatever, and you're unhealthy and unhappy and not really liking life. Is that what you really want? Because that's the model that you're giving them. Now, again, that model that you're giving them is a gift. And because life is meaningless, your kids can look at it and go, wow, um, I'm just going to do what mom does or dad does or wow. I'm not going to live my life the way mom and dad does. So you create contrast for them, but why not just be a good example? Why, why not put yourself first and then lead by that example? I just think that's a much better way to go. It's just kind of the old thing in the airplane, like put on your face mask first, then put the face mask on your kid. Cause if you try to put on your kid first and you run out of oxygen, you both die. Yeah. If you really care about your kids and you really love your kids, you have to love yourself, put yourself first because you want them to do the same thing. So hopefully I sum that up without sounding like a jerk, <laughs> but that's what I believe. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. And I think we need to stop feeling like we need to have permission from somebody to put ourselves first, like just put yourself first and don't feel guilty about it. Because as you said, you can't, I, well, I love this quote give the world the best of you, not what's left of you, but that's what we end up giving is what's left of us when we don't take care of ourselves. Awesome. Awesome quote. Thanks for sharing, Melissa. Yeah. And I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. And we look forward to hearing from you again in the future for another exciting episode. So um, thank you again for coming and sharing all of your knowledge. Yes, my pleasure. I, I'm just happy to, I'm really happy to be here. And I just, I'm, 
I just have a lot of love for you and your listeners. I hope you guys um, are kicking butt in life and putting yourself first and, and living a happy, abundant life and setting that example for your kids, your family, and your communities. We really need you to be happy. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And thank all of you for being here with us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the highest compliment you can pay me is to share my podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. Thank you so much. Don't forget, you can follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central, where I do a free card reading on Facebook. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And you can work with me if you go to my website, melissaoatman.com. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.